Yes, sir. Arizona verse. And with me is my dude. Oh, so popular. And co-host. Oh, oh, oh. I, oh, oh. I got too excited. I wanted too to get excited already. Prematurely hopped in there. Uh, so popular. I, I would. I would say this. I would say this hardly ever happens. I would say this is uh, never happened before. But I'd be straight up lying to you. <laughs> I'm black. He's Mexican, but you should already know that. Oh, shit. This is a podcast about nothing in particular, just currently recognized. Minus the bullshit. And um, you can check us out at ibhmpodcast.com for videos, photo galleries, polls, and much, much, much more fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of fuckery, you can follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. And you can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. You can follow my motherfucking dude, Soul Papa, mm. on his main source, a social media fuckery, which, which is, is at Tumblr, uh, soulpapa.tumblr.com, S O U L P A P O.tumblr.com. Fucks with me. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Almost feels like a job. <laughs> All this waking up before two PM shit. You did. Yeah. I know uh you um we recently got a couple of uh, emails in and uh we had uh one in particular, a uh, music a musician Ooh, yes, yes. Will, sent us in some uh hot hot fire and mm. um it's not hip hop, y'all, no, but man. it's hot hot fire and um i was gonna go ahead and let you uh plug your boy man okay and I, you know what I, and i gotta say to him and uh it almost pisses me off that we don't have like you figure youtube and tumblr it's it's this place for all these fucking trolls and all these shit talkers and all these motherfuckers just ready to just throw every goddamn slur and fucked up word in the dictionary and urban dictionary mm-hmm. yeah we haven't had that i'm thinking what are we doing wrong are we not offending you people are you motherfuckers not offended no what it means is that the people agree with us that's exactly <laughs> what it means so yeah, yeah. Mm. that's that so, hot yeah. fire it's that hot fire and you know we sound so conceited saying it and i really don't give a fuck um mm-hmm. but yeah i was at um let me put on mic um and it's so funny too, because when I and I, you know, me as much as I like being out and hosting and fucking being around crowds of people, and I want to feel like the king and demigod, so that I can have, you know, what I'm saying, make my little cameo appearances. Yeah. I for some reason just don't like, and I've mentioned this before in the last couple of episodes, just recently, and I don't feel like I'm old. I don't think I'm old. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though young bitches call me old, I I don't think so. But I I do feel that uh, old man shit where I'm like I go places I'm like fuck. It's too loud. It's too noisy. I, I don't want to have to deal with all these goddamn people anyways. When I'm actually with people, though, like I said, that thing, that's, that's what kind of gives me drive. I, I can't be that motherfucker that's alone at the bar because I just – no, I can't, I can't do that shit. But I'm with people, I usually just – I'm already feeling the energy. I'm already kind of feeding and giving off of that. Mm-hmm. I happen to have a lady friend with me at the time, and she kind of – she was just feeding me up. You know what Edites do. Yeah. And, and it was so messed up because because I kind of I was kind of on my game that night and you know she kind of had drifted off away and they're just conversating we pretty much just made a gathering of people and there was this cat there um, I, I could have sworn as soon as we fucking walked into the door now I'm backpedaling back facing but as soon as I walked into this little this little pub near my crib he was fucking playing Britney Spears Baby mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like fucking the the first single from her first album where she wore the little yeah. schoolgirl outfit. Yeah. Yo, he was doing an acoustic set of that shit, and I kid you not, I felt like every 
ratchet ghetto bitch you've ever seen on vinyl. I was like, yes! <laughs> I was just excited just to hear the fucking things. And just, long story short, cool cat. He I want to say he does like a bit of like folk pop reggae sort of stuff. His name's Mr. Mal. You can uh, visit his website at www.mrmal.com, Mr. Mal Music. Um, I know he's done things uh, pretty much with a bunch of the local re- reggae bands, uh, Kali Buds, and I can't remember the other ones, but they're up and comers. You know what I'm saying? People who kind of have their foot in the door and shit. I think he was even doing stuff for like Carnival Cruises. Like, dude was getting in work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he, I know he's from from the East Coast. I don't remember exactly if it was from Boston or from Connecticut, Connecticut, one of the places where they shot up little kids at. One of those fucking places. <laughs> he's back here, back in AC, just because I feel that's where shit's at. And I hate to, you know, saying uh, to sound too, to sound too, speaking too much, or, but I feel like 2016, we finna blow terrorist attack or not, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be up there, and we're gonna be we're gonna be make way more major news than our fucking racist ass governor or our, you know what I'm saying ass crack of a fucking sheriff, which once again is my dude, Sheriff Joe, my nigga, gonna slap these beaners up, you know what I'm saying, which, um. But yeah, uh, my bad. My boy, Mr. Mao, he's going to be uh, performing at one of my favorite uh, little ve- uh, venues down here called the Crescent Ballroom downtown. I forget the exact location, but Crescent Ballroom, Phoenix, Arizona. It's going to be mm. August 21st. More than likely, I'm going to be there. And yeah, I'm going to get all fucking hillbilly wasted on some PBR. And I would love for motherfuckers to come hey. join me. <laughs> so that's this Thursday, right? This Thursday. And I feel that's kind of that's kind of no, I'm uh, close, but I figure, fuck it. I'm going to have to check it out. You're going to have to uh, get me out of my man cave so Bro, I can come check them out, too. Come to my crib. We'll roll together. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fucking, this going to be a sweeping of white motherfuckers, and we're going to be the only beaner and right there. And I'm telling you, we're going we're gonna to do well. And uh, I shared the event for those following us on Facebook.com backslash IBHM podcast. Um, I just shared the event. So go ahead, check them out. Um, even if you can or cannot make it, whatever, because uh, I know apparently our largest listening base is in Wichita, Kansas. And if you motherfuckers want to, you know, drive or fly out here and come support this brother, by all means. But yeah, I got four days. <laughs> Check, y'all got four days. We have warned you. So, uh, mm-hmm. but go ahead and uh, check it out and um, debut EP yeah. rest. And um, I put together a profile page for him on the website. You can find it at ibhmpodcast.com backslash support backslash Mr. Mall. And um, it has his bio uh, picture, his uh, single you, you, and you, which uh, we'll be closing the show out with for all of you who uh, follow us on Podomatic and all that. So, uh, support this dude. That's all I'm saying. Yo, and I was gonna say too, if you guys give the give the little EP a listen, so they have it on iTunes, you can kind of hear it out. I'm hoping that we're gonna we're gonna show the single at the very end of the yeah. at the very end of the episode. But in the real, this motherfucker really captures kind of shit to be at the bike. Said so it, it isn't my scene, and it's and it kind of gives me this weird. Uh, and I don't want to say nostalgia because I, I don't remember kind of being the guy at the bar. But it definitely gives you those feelings, and it just, and especially with everything that's kind of been running together, what's been happening, you know, recently, and just kind of what just happens, really, just everyday fucking life of just kind of shit just getting to you. Sometimes it gets mm-hmm. past to you, and sometimes you kind of just need that little bit of whether you would call it liquid encouragement to kind of to get out of your fucking shell and you know shake your ass, yeah. or just kind of just to kind of drain your sorrows a little bit, which I never really agreed with, but hey, it's in the fucking Bible yeah. and it says that we're allowed to those who go through pain give give the nigga strong drink. It says something like that. I'm not even kidding you. It, says, it does say strong drink, which I'm assuming yeah. means whatever, but yeah. means get turned up. The Bible get says. turned up. 
<laughs> and I'm pretty fucking sure Jesus was a party animal and they're gonna make wine out of water so come on <laughs> <clears throat> no not at all but something like that either that or who just yeah. wanted to know shit the fuck up which usually is what I want to do anyway just shut up I know and speaking of overindulging that um kind of sets up for the yeah. story yeah. one uh, of the yeah I didn't know the background of the demons that this man had been running from for a very long time and uh what we're talking about is uh robin williams uh committed suicide y'all and um that's fucked up y'all and i'm i'm normally like michael jackson died Aaliyah died you know all these different people die and they're celebrities like even if i enjoy their work a lot of times it's hard for me to care in a way because i don't know them motherfuckers you know what i'm saying but this one when i heard about this i was at work and it did like it was kind of like a shell shock moment if you will because i did grow up like fucking with robin williams and he was always like on camera he was just always just this happy guy and so he just brought joy to us children with jumanji and fucking jack and all his different mrs doubtfire and all his different um movies that he put out throughout the years but um yeah he committed suicide um earlier this week and um i guess he hung himself and uh what is actually fucked up because when i first heard that he it was from a fixation or whatever my first concern was i hope he didn't get caught jacking off or you know the whole suicide thing where they hang themselves to get the erection and the what was the kung fu guy who killed himself doing that shit the erotic asphyxiation or whatever wasn't he a poet or was that that kung fu guy he's built from kill bill wasn't he yeah that dude I, yeah that dude when i first when the story first broke and i heard how he died i was like i hope he wasn't doing something like kinky nasty because unfortunately in the world that we live in nowadays that's exactly where my brain took it was like oh he was doing some freaky deaky shit and the motherfucker slipped up and fell and died like that kung fu guy but uh no i didn't know that he was suffering from like depression for the majority of his life so what was so funny in, um, in a fucked up way, kind of just to go off with the tangent about him kind of jerking off in his sleep, I, I were jerking off before he croaked. I could imagine him doing like a genie impression. <laughs> that, 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 oh. You know, just thinking that. Like, I could see him doing that a million fucking turns over, and it's just he fucking somehow shot a load, caught it in his goddamn mouth, and fucking died. Uh, and that's bye-bye, Bert. Yo, well, actually, one of the things, fucking, you know what? And I got so, when I heard about it, Heard about it in a news alert. Seriously, within those 30 seconds, I also then I get a. I'm part of a group uh, chat shit on iPhone of my cousins oh, yeah. saying, "Oh, you know, so and so just died," and I was like, "You know, me trying to sound informed, like, yeah, I got the, I got the information. You died of asphyxiation." <laughs> and then someone was saying it was a suicide. It, it, we didn't get the details until later on, even though apparently the police report kind of gave a gruesome account of what it was. But what fucked me up, he was hung sitting down. That mm. makes any fucking sense. I, I don't get exactly how that worked out, but he yeah, was sitting I don't know down, so and apparently had a belt. So I guess unless he just kind of was at, at a short range, the motherfucker just wanted to sit with his fucking hands on his lap. I have no idea how you can hang yourself while you're sitting down. Sitting down, yeah. But so that shit is wild. But the one thing I will say um, that I hear a lot. And uh, which honestly made sense. Like anytime you do any of this, like even what we're doing now with the podcast, anytime you do some type of creative um, adventure or um, endeavor, you you're 
compensating for something or you're doing the, you're releasing this creative energy in some way because of some reason and a lot of times with comedians a lot of them do have like dark past or they're kind of like fucked up in the head and that's the reason why they're comedians because it's the whole sad clown aspect where you know you're laughing your tears away if you will so did i I don't know if I ever told you. I, I told you I like comedy, right? And I had kind of yeah. gotten a very brief stint. It wasn't even enough to where actually motherfucker actually did shows, but I was just kind of getting to meet people, networking like truly, truly. And um, I remember meeting uh, the, a couple cats that were in, in these in these tours. And bro, they're some of the most darkest, most demented, yeah, I believe it. Fuck motherfuckers ever. Yeah. Like and seriously. Yo. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, and, and that really is. And I don't know. Did you ever watch uh, Watchmen? Yeah, with the blue penis. Yeah, the blue exactly. penis movie. Blue, yeah, I didn't like penis it. Okay. I, I couldn't get past the blue penis. I was like, why is he naked? There's no reason for him to be naked right now. Like, put some clothes on. <laughs> I didn't get it. Um, and can you take the sound off of your fucking your capture thing, please, if you would? Just because I don't know if you're hearing the. <laughs> uh, uh, call yeah so so there, but there's a really there's a really powerful scene though where this and the guy named the comedian or actually no some some motherfucker was telling this joke yeah about a guy uh guy goes to a doctor because i guess he has crazy depression he wants to kill himself <laughs> the doctor says the best medicine that you need is laughter and he tells him he's like so so and so the clown is in town for tonight only funniest man in the world I, I my my prescription to you is that you go and see him. He'll make you happier and life will be better. Yada yada, right? Okay. Then the fucker tells him, and I guess this is the punchline of the joke. He says, "Doctor, I'm so and so the clown." So pretty much like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Who who's gonna cheer up the who's gonna cheer up who's supposed to be the cheerer upper? You know what I mean? Yeah. And wow. yeah. Wow. Well, I mean that's and it goes to anything because um, you'll see different personality types within different uh, creative outlets, and that's the reason why I much more enjoy the podcast world as opposed to the music world because there's a lot of fragile egos in the music world, yeah. and um. It just it it's it's just it's a different kind of world. You really I don't know. You got to be built for it. But um, there's like no support within it. And it's like all these clicks and all that. It's just the there's a reason why the music industry is crumbling and falling apart. And it's just it's massively fucked up. But then you have like the poets who you know get together at the different coffee lounges and all that, and they have their own little niche, if you will. And then you have the comedians who they get together at the bars and they have their little niche. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just interesting the different personality types that click up within these different worlds. So yeah. And I will say really quickly because I was part of a quick little uh, poetry scene that was in Shanda. They had a bunch mm. of faggots. I made a, I made a, I made a couple yeah. gay references. And mind you, you know how flamboyant I am. Like, yeah. how can you be offended if motherfuckers might confuse me for being gay? Yeah. And, yeah. I just apparently spoke too much. I'm like, dude, this is fucking poetry, not art. Is it not expression? Can I not call myself a yeah. bigot and give you an example of why I am so? Like, I don't yeah. fucking know. But, um,. And I and I guess I, I want to drop the the Robert Williams thing, Matt. But uh, I was actually yeah. getting mad annoyed because we were honoring him so fucking much. And mind you, dude did great work. I remember him from being a kid. Uh, definitely has some classic staples in in, in shit that you know I can't even remember. Uh, but what was yeah. one? What was what was your favorite? And mind you, what, one of my biggest arguments too was the fact that um, we're kind of giving glory for someone who kind of gave up. 
And to be honest with you, yeah. depression is a disease, and you know it can surely yeah. control you. But honestly, if I had to fight that motherfucker, and I have nothing to show, like it'd be all the more easier for me to fucking give in. So like, for I don't know, I feel like that was kind of a bitch cop out, only because I don't know. And then I even have fucking some yeah. some conspiracy theories behind. But I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Go take 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 the run. Yeah, real quick with that, like I, I do have a a weird opinion, if you will, on like I'm very torn with suicide, if you will, because I do hold that one stance where it's like don't give up, like ah you're not supposed to give up, like just keep fighting or whatever. But then on the other side of it, I do think that there are instances where I think the the world nowadays is so chemically imbalanced. I think with all the steroids and all the shit, we're, all the pesticides and all the shit we're putting into the, the crops to make them grow quicker and faster and all this shit, all this shit is not natural. And I think that you're starting to see that within society because we're all chemically imbalanced. We're all missing this and missing the stuff that we need to be healthy human beings. I think there's a lot of people out there who just got chemically, they're fucked up and then that's when they go overboard i think there's a reason why you have these weird shootings and these different things like this it's just a lot of people are chemically imbalanced and like i i said with my whole issues i've been dealing with and finally going to the doctor like over a year ago it was like that was like six years building up where like chemically something was off i don't know what it is but i didn't want to go to the doctor but finally i was like okay something's wrong i know some i used to feel like this and i kind of went off the rail i went off the rail for like a while like something's going on and now I'm chemically back, you know, along with some, you know, natural and some unnatural legal stuff, if you will, that's keeping me all <laughs> imbalanced and yeah, imbalanced and, you know, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, so it's just crazy. So I have a weird pull with that. Same thing with like abortion. I have a weird pull with that where I do think that women should have every right to have an abortion, but I think that there are some cases where it's kind of like fucked up, but, I mean, it's one of those, I always say, shades of gray. You know, a lot of people take a left or a right with an opinion. There's a lot of different topics where it's like many okay, shit. Where the fuck did our conversation go from wild beans to goddamn being pro-choice? <laughs> I lost the connect. I kind of got distracted for just to- 10 seconds at the most. For so, sure, I was yeah. listening. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, it's what's, so many different topics like that. There are just what's, many what's, shades of gray. What's worth a drink to you, man? Like, what, you know, obviously... Well, actually, then I don't know, because it almost looks as, it's as if it's an escape. Now, mind you, I, I feel like something like a, a good fucking drink, man, I honestly feel like it should be more celebratory than yeah. medicine. No? Yeah, I feel you. And that's why I do think that a lot of us um, do our different, have our different vices, if you will. And all of it is an escape. No matter what yeah. you're doing, you're escaping yeah, from something. Be it, be it marijuana, be it alcohol, be it uh, caffeine, be it cigarettes, whatever it is, it's an escape. And some of those are bars. And um, apparently there's uh, 10 very bizarre themed bars around the world. Is that, Am I hearing this correct? Uh, I mean, everyone has their fucking list. And I kind of almost wanted to ignore that shit because what I, what I was wanting to go into is the fact that uh, – Something has to be a bit different. Usually, for me to be able, for something to tickle my asshole and enough to get out of my cave, it has to be yeah. appealing. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. Did you get to take a look at the, the supposedly the ten most unique or worth visiting? Uh, I just want to know: is this a gay bar on the top, or are those women? I don't know what's going on right here. I'm kind of. You confused. know what? That is another part of my scare. 
I don't know if I should be happy in my pants while I'm looking at this or not. No, I'm, I kid you I'm not. Confused. One of the most missed, and actually a, a cousin of mine, she was uh, Snapchatting, and um, I saw this very, you know, like when a girl has that cute baby fat. I don't know if, if, if you can imagine a girl with cute baby fat. Yeah. Long story short, without giving you too many fucking details, it was her roommate do, getting her fucking tranny on or her uh, drag on, and I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. And I, I kid you not, I actually, and then once being bamboozled again, being the shyster that I am, going to fucking lesbian bars to try to pick up dyke women, <laughs> but yeah. sure as shit, man, there was a bitch that was straight up trans style, and you know what, I'm going to definitely click off on this, uh, most yeah. bizarre theme parks. And real, real quick to take that to another level, you know, I'm mm. a porn connoisseur, if you will. Oh man, and I was on a porn. Unearthly surprises. I was on a uh, porn website because I haven't brought up porn in a while. I, I had just thought about that. I was like, I haven't talked porn in a while, but uh, I was, I was recently on a uh, porn website because yeah, I haven't stopped doing that, y'all. And um, I this website had a random video thing where you could just click and it'll randomly go through different videos on the site if you will and it went to one of a tranny getting a blowjob from someone who looks like they might have been mentally handicapped oh. and um i was like well, i want to see what? that I, just, yeah, <laughs> I clicked the X. i was like yeah i don't know what's going on over here i'm not fucking with this yeah so don't click the random button people that's what i'm trying to get at if you're on a porn oh. website stick to your lane don't click random because you don't know what you're going to run into. That's all I'm saying. Can I... Have I ever mentioned E-Fucked before? Mm-hmm. Have I ever mentioned E-Fucked? Yes? And actually, yeah, I haven't been on there in the past like week or so. That's there is one, and I almost want to send you the link, and I do definitely don't want to fucking put the link through my fucking Facebook. Because <laughs> you, know you know how I feel about that. Um, but there was one, and this is honestly, honest to God, the, the only uh, porn site that I'll go to uh, and that's strictly only when when, uh, when my other when my butt buddy, which makes me even more suspect. Like I only watch watch it with on with my my guy buddy. Um, he showed me this chick, and this girl is fucked up. It it goes from what is it called? Zero. No. It, this is the title is called "This Girl Is Fucked Up." <laughs> oh, it's as simple as that. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just send it to you on Facebook. Fuck it. Um, okay. Yeah. But um, this girl. Mind you, one of the things that I really love about what they do, and one of the segments that I love watching the most, called trolling for porn stars. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They then don't they do that in Tucson out here or Scottsdale or something, if or is that the casting couch? Is that something yeah, different? I think it's a casting couch because I, I honestly would fucking travel to go see these motherfuckers, meet them in person, shake their hand. I don't know if I'd kiss it, knowing all the nasty shit they'd fucking do. But I'd mm -hmm. show them honor in, in one form or a way. But anyways, in uh, this one thing, like they'll just. Mind you, porn, it gets so, it, to me it's bad, even uh, of course, you know, I, I motherfucker has his temptations, you gotta get a load out, and better that than some innocent bystander, but, um, <laughs> I, oh, I just lost my train of thought, oh, but it, it can consume you, bro, and it, it really doesn't, I've seen people with fucking, the, with addictions, you figure, how can a motherfucker be addicted to that shit, I've seen some shit, you know what I'm saying, we're just chronic motherfucker. anyways, it's terrible, it's bad, I don't support it, nor do I want to glorify it, but, this one motherfucker in particular, when they do the trolling shit, they talk shit to these bitches. When you look at, yeah, when you yeah. think of a bitch who does porn, don't you think, oh, she's a hoe? Oh, she's a slut. Obviously, she's dirty. Obviously, she's crazy. Yes, they are. <laughs> and what I love Man, about these motherfuckers no. is they'll oh. say it out there. They'll ask one simple question and a bitch will start crying. And I know it sounds bad to ever want to see women cry because honestly, for the women that I love, I never want to see you 
tear or hurt yeah. or feel sorrow, but these bitches have it coming. And <laughs> and they just asked the right questions. And this one, this one bitch got, went crazy from talking about how daddy the sticks for you, sending it right yeah. off the mic onto a dick like she's talking into a microphone, to them, ask, to them asking the most beautiful, this is the most beautiful closing I've ever seen. Where the, they ask them like um, something about sharing dick with your mom, or do you think your mom can write it like you can? Yeah. And this bitch looking straight into the camera as if this became a fucking 2020. I'm serious as fuck right now. Segment. She's like, <laughs> my mother couldn't take a dick. Pauses in the most beautiful way to save her life. <laughs> she, said with, she said it with such fierceness. Such yo, and this this second chick on here, she's like skinny fat. Like, yes. I got it paused on a part where, like, she's a regular-sized chick, but she's, like, flabby. It's weird, because, like, I have no problem with a big-bone woman with a BBW. I, I, more power to you. I'm not mad. And it's all about the portions. And this chick is a skinny, fat chick. Like, I'm confused right now. And and you know what? And, and I've seen girls who have been really big who lost a whole mess of weight. So it's not that. This is just one of those bitches who was just, she was skinny. Her jeans are to be skinny, but this bitch never took care of herself. Yeah. And she's being punished for it. It's funny. I'm so glad I don't have a daughter because as you become a parent, you start looking at things differently. And, like, I'm sitting here looking at this chick get fucked in the ass and her licking cum out of a doggy bowl on the ground. And I'm just like, where did your parents go wrong? Like, God damn. <laughs> Fuck. I can't call it. And uh, real quick, speaking of people who I don't know where their parents went wrong, um, I was just... Looking ahead at the Nets, our favorite um, hot mess, our, our our favorite hot mess in the IBHM universe. Uh, what did Miley Cyrus? Oh, Miley Cyrus! That um, I don't know exactly, man. And I love that you went there because exactly where I was going to take it. She, I guess she went, she went, uh, she went glamping. And apparently, that's just kind of where you do glamorous. Camping, I'm guessing. Camping? But this bitch okay. was one thing. There's some high-level white shit right now. Okay. High-level white shit, and I, and I figured, and figured too, because if you can't go to the bar, if you're a local watering hole where there's a bunch of drunk fuckers and a bunch of drunk bitches and a lot of drunk fucking, it get, you know, gets to happening. Bring yes, her to you. And what do the white folks do that I can fucking encourage so much? And I think is banding and. And obviously very uh, cost-effective. They make some moonshine. And I'm just kind of laughing how they, they put this story together. Have you had moonshine before? Yo, moonshine is my shit. That was what led me to stop drinking this last time because <laughs> I was drinking. I was drinking that moonshine, getting fucked up. I was like, I could really be fall in love with this stuff. And uh, the last time I had moonshine was actually when uh, we got married Fourth of July weekend. We went out there, and um, Steph's people, you know, white people, they came and they brought some moonshine and My they had made. And woo, yo, that first night, yo, I was done, yo, because we had drove out there, like I said, and then I had that bottle of moonshine walking around the streets of Vegas, just getting it in. <laughs> Sunglasses and Advil. That's all I'm saying, yo. Oh God, sounds like but, uh, sounds like morning medicine. Well, one thing that fucks me up, though, mind you, and you know how much I love Miss Miley Cyrus. Mm. Fucking have her album, know it front to back. Uh, have danced and made multiple videos onto the YouTubes with me shaping my flaps to you know to her music. Yeah. Um, but goddamn, th this bitch really is though. She makes shit so fucking appealing from her beautiful pale skin to her goddamn dikey hair to just Miss God, Miss Hannah goddamn Montana. 
And yeah. bro, I, just, I always every time I see shit like this, she because she glamorizes it like a motherfucker from cute pictures of uh, some random American fi- Abercrombie and Fitch model to you know what I'm saying to what looks like a branding of some apple pie fucking moonshine. Which mind you, wow. apple pie is the best pie other than moon pie, and, <laughs> and it's in a drink. It's like you're 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 combining the the, the best of shits and Miles Cyrus is presenting it to you. Of course you're gonna buy it. Of course you want it. And why aren't we drunk right now, brother? Like that's the kind of shit that kind of really pisses me off. Only because she's just great for marketing. Yeah. Um, but going from from white trashy to bit classy, what do you think? You see motherfuckers reading at a bar. What the fuck does that tell you when you see that? Like, what do you think? Does that seem classy? Does that seem smart? You know, I get reading at um, Starbucks or like a uh, like a what's that the cafe place that's near the uh, float tank. What's the name of that place? Coffee bean? No, no, no that one. Espre- was it espresso shop? What are those called? Just coffee shops? I thought they had like a name. An espresso place? A cappuccino yeah. store? <laughs> I get reading cafes, there. I don't know. But at a bar, um, doesn't quite make sense to me. But what do you think though when you see that? Does that do they seem smarter? No. I, when I see and I'm a person who I enjoy reading and all that and I was uh very big on at my last place I worked at when I went to break, I would be reading a book in the break room. But at a bar I take it as some old anti social don't talk to me kind of shit. Like I don't know. <laughs> do you do you feel like do you think a bitch would think you're more intelligent by I think- I think a bitch will think I'm mad boring, yo. She was like, yo, his dick game is weak. Look at him over there reading that book in a bar. <laughs> he ain't even trying to get no pussy. That's how I would take it. He ain't even trying to get no pussy tonight, yo. But what do you feel like? Hey, he's almost mysterious <laughs> because uh, he's not approaching me being a perv. No, that doesn't work. I can't I can't try to make you come to no, me. That, you know, you know what? what? Yo, real talk though, if you're a dude reading a book at a bar and a chick approaches you, yo, you need to wife her because, yo, she digging you, yo. She in there for the right reasons. But yeah. all the chicks is, uh, are ignoring you is because they looking for that right dude to come and smack her with the with the cop. And yeah. so if that chick approaches you while you got that, that, that book, I'm saying, yo, you in there, yo. Let, let me tell you my, my style, my go-to move at a bar, mind you, has not worked yet, but let me tell you, bitch, uh-huh. this, this is what it means. I figured I'll be chilling, you know what I'm saying, with, with my, not, definitely no fucking snacks, but uh, a pitcher, or if not, just fucking endless little glasses to kind of make it look I've been there for a while. Yeah. Just playing my goddamn Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> there for the motherfucking street passes. <laughs> But also to I'm tell you, like, bitch, Wi-Fi. I came for a drink, and if you're not going to suck my dick, I'm already entertained by playing my fucking party <laughs> games. So fuck off. I'm here to be with my friends, and that's all and, and when you do something like that, you may need to watch out because the bouncer may come and snatch you and throw you outside. And I asked the question, should bars be liable for bad bouncer behavior? I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering. Well, one thing for sure, if you see a motherfucker playing this guy that Nintendo 3DS, you're more than likely not going to have to fuck with him too much. He seems like he's <laughs> chill. He's pretty content. He's not going to fuck with anybody, really, unless they fuck yeah. with him. Um, <laughs> but you figure, though, man, these the bars, though, they're liable for this shit because if, it, what if, and actually, and it's so funny because a new cat that I work with, I won't put him out, but he's like this muscle-bound guy who can barely wipe his ass, kind of wishes he can be that, that fucking dude. Yeah. And he's a bit of a hothead, yo. I remember 
and he's so fucking simple. You say the wrong fucking thing, it'll fucking be like a flip to the nuts because he yeah. doesn't fucking get it. And kind of like, and I forget if it was Chris Rock who said it in a movie. He's like, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm gonna take this as disrespect. Oh no, no, it was Mike Epps. It was Mike Epps and one of the. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what you're saying, but I'm gonna take this as disrespect. And that's exactly how this motherfucker instrues. So mind you, this dude actually used to be a bouncer. You figure every fucking meathead. And I not, not to put all fucking bouncers in things because I've met some I met some pretty intelligent ones. Um, yeah. You figure though, man, if the motherfuckers stirring up shit, throwing yeah. motherfuckers through walls, you'd figure uh, that's the bar's fault. You hired him. No. You, you seen what kind? Of, you knew what kind of fucking muscle bound motherfucker you was getting. I don't know. And that is real talk. And I had a friend that got beat up real bad by a bouncer. This had to be like seven, eight years ago. He went to a bar, and now he and I love him to death. But he's one of those dudes who, yeah, is a hothead because. You know, you have those people who are different types of drunks. You know, some people get drunk and they want to dance. Some people get drunk, they want to fuck. Some people get drunk and they get aggressive and want to fight. And he was one of those get aggressive and want to fight. And um, he used to always, like, drink at home with the buddies and a fight would break out and all this. But uh, this one time he went to a bar and some shit popped off and he got into it with the bouncer. And the bouncer got him pinned to the ground and had him where the bouncer had his knees onto his arm. So he had him completely pinned on the ground and just went to yeah. welling on new face, put him in the hospital at night. Like, it was a bad situation. But that was the instance where, regardless of what, like, bouncers police officers all of those people your job is to de-escalate situations yeah and unfortunately you get some assholes out there who they escalate situations it's like no you're supposed to calm the situation down the bouncer isn't there to beat motherfuckers asses he's there to hey chill the fuck out over there oh you you bring in the ruckus you need to get out of this establishment oh you won't get out the establishment okay well we need these cops to escort you get this motherfucker arrested because he's fucking you ain't just supposed to go fucking molly whop a nigga up side his head that's not what is supposed to happen and unfortunately it happens a lot so yeah i do think bar should be liable because you need to do a background check i need to know who that motherfucker is like to be a bouncer it should be like a three-page uh, uh application at least like i need a background check i need to know what kind of drugs you're doing i don't care if you smoke ganja but if you got some heroin or coke in your system no i don't need you out there bouncing out my club because you're gonna bounce a nigga head off and then i'm gonna lose my establishment so yeah i can't fuck with you yo well fucking said and honestly i think that's really ultimate the most sign of a uh, of customer service man you gotta be able to talk to motherfuckers unless you truly just want a fucking bodyguard then okay it's a bodyguard but even then they don't go looking for shit they're protecting the fucking assets is what they're doing yeah. but you know a lot of times we can't really prevent the shit that comes out of our mouths and we can't really prevent the fucking shit storm that it fucking ensues man and more than likely being at a bar motherfuckers with that liquid encouragement they've been to be a little tipsy they've been to talk a bit of shit and, I, and I'll tell you man another reason too why I don't go out too much bro I talk a lot of shit I'm very lucky being behind the fucking microphone in my little cave where I can say fuck 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 uh -huh. fuck you to the world you um, but uh yeah uh, motherfuckers will take too kindly to my language and, and thankfully I've never been in a fucking altercation that, that probably tells you why I talk so shit and I say it so goddamn boldly because <laughs> motherfucker ain't been put in this place but honestly I haven't and I thank the good lord because yeah. I guess anyways I talk some shit um, and I started laughing that mind you she, we, we can say she might be a fucking alcoholic to where she's probably goddamn tipsy mm -hmm. every turn of the way mm -hmm. uh, sure. but Miss Joan Rivers was in some shit because she, out of fucking nowhere just once again hitting on a fucking coat what was that what was that one uh, that one bitch from fucking from Atlanta who does the butter what's her name um, Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. Paula Dean. Yes. 
that bitch is a bold bitch, and I love her for it. But uh, and yeah. another bold bitch that uh, doesn't have my respects as, as as much. But Joan Rivers, uh, she fucking was straight up no. telling us, saying about that the Palestinians deserve to be dead. Yeah, and I think this is a perfect example of. Uh, with Joan Rivers, who, how old is she now? Like, 98? She gotta be, like, real old, yo. I'm trying to, I'm gonna I'm Google that. However old she is, Joan Rivers is one of those people who she's grown up in the media, in the public, uh, for so fucking long. Oh, she's 81, yo. She Her birthday's 12 days before mine, June 8th. Hot damn, she's 81, yo. And um, one of the one of the realest things on the road, she's so fucking. Oh, she's kind of like a little kid. Like they, you, they're gonna fucking speak the truth. Though. Benjamin Button. As, yeah, you get so old where you can't be offended by anything they say because it's like, oh, their mind is going away. They're just gonna say whatever. There's no filter anymore. That filter has wore thin after the years. So, but one of the dopest fucking things I read, she said, she's like, and one of the most realest. When you declare war, you declare it. They started it. We're now. Uh, don't count who's dead. See, but that's just like my opinion which the statement a broad statement like that is okay let's say i stand up against the police and the police bring a tank and that motherfucker blows me up with you know me throwing a rock at him does that mean that i should have got blown up with that motherfucking tank because i started it like no like there's a balance of power like there's some responsibility that comes with the shit too it ain't just that you push me so let me pull out pull out this salt off and blow your back out like but I, I do have to ask the million dollar question um, since, you know, we chilling, we talking the bar thing, we talking getting drunk. And, you know, when you get drunk, sometimes you make bad decisions. How drunk do you have to be to hit it? Joan Rivers, yo. How many shots, yo, before you hit? No, knowing that she's Joan Rivers and she's going to be my connect in the fashion industry, do you really want to ask me that question, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> because I would almost go... You know, in with those intentions, you know what I'm saying? Like, how am I gonna make Joan Rivers put her old bag of bones on mine? Yo, if I was a rapper, if I was like 50 Cent, you know how 50, uh, oh, uh, yo, old Chelsea it, Handler, yo, and how he beat on Chelsea Handler, which I'm not mad at, but uh, if I was 50 Cent, I, I, I'd, I'd give it to Joan Rivers. If I, you know, if I, if I was like Nets level famous, like, I'd, I'd do it, like, just for the fuck of it, just to be like, and, like, and. I'd be like, Joan. Put me on the I wore it best list with the fucking homeless with the homeless guy next to me because I'm like, I'm like yo, let me get in that Rivers because I know I know that bloodline is in the Illuminati, yo. Let me get in that, <laughs> let me get in that bloodline, yo. <laughs> oh, but that shit is wild. But speaking of all that shit going on out there, um, what's the latest? Do you know the latest news of what's going on with the U.S. and Israel, or is it just we still just blowing shit up and blaming them for everything? Pretty much right now, I think the most that I got that I read up uh, as far as Obama being on his fucking two-week vacation, which, mind you, we're barely into week one. He apparently had time to, to <laughs> fucking phrase um, that we need to prevent Iraq genocide. And, all right, back to vacation. Fucking y'all, y'all motherfuckers teeth on that for a little bit and uh, see how y'all can make this happen. Ah, dude. And well, apparently, we're, we're sending land-based bombers now. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds dangerous. Pretty much, we got motherfuckers. I don't want to say on foot, but we got tanks, son. Yo, and I got a, I got a conspiracy question. Me being Arizona verse, and I think it's a goddamn conspiracy. Um, is this 
what is the point of this fight? Is it the U.S. versus Iraq, or is this the ever um, going fight between Christianity and between Christianity and um, Islam? Islam? This fight has been going on for uh, millennia now, and so every time I see U.S. versus Islamic State, I just think Christian versus Muslims. Here we go, round nine thousand and ten. So. What's fucking beautiful about this situation and all this, and it's not name names, it's not name agencies, is the fact that there is no telling because there's still resources that we fucking want. There's still ties that we need to uh, align by, and yet we're still funding. We're still even helping the bad guys. So even though we're siding with one motherfucker, we're still giving. We, we, we truly can't commit. And we're that motherfucker that has a, you know, has a, uh, well, has a bad bitch because you can't get the baddest bitch other than Israel, to be honest with you. Yet yeah. still is fucking with them side bitches and is giving them shit when really we should commit and make it fucking work. But, you know, to be honest with you, because we don't want to deal with that, because we don't want yeah. to say exactly where this draws in, because either which way it seems fucking ignorant, whether we're backing yeah. somebody who's doing something spiritually, which I don't think is a bad thing. I'm that crazy fucking religious nut. Or you're doing something yeah. because you're, cause the, cause you're the, the fucking elephant side of it. Uh, wants to fucking make money, which obviously is how we continue and how we how we grow and prosper. So it's like you don't want to seem like the greedy bastard. So what do you do? Shoot a nigga, sprinkle some crack on him. He'll be all right. And uh, well, real quick, oh. before we go to the sprinkling crack on a nigga, I will just throw two more points about okay. the uh, the Middle East situation. There's uh, two things, and me, I'm a free. Th- I, I I'm gonna stop even using the word conspiracy theorist. I'm a free thinker. It just gives it a real bad late. It gives it a bad. You get a bad taste in your mouth when you hear, you know, conspiracy theorists. So I'm gonna start calling myself a free, a free thinker. And by free thinking, what I mean by that is that I just don't automatically believe what anybody says. Semen. What? Oh, I was just saying, vitamin C does not stand for semen. Me being a free thinker, meaning, you know, I get some information from CNN, I'll get some from Fox, I'll get some from MSNBC, from RT, from the Young Turks. You know, I'll come to my own conclusion with all the information put out there, and I'll say that all this war, this Middle East shit, I say three things you should look into and wonder if this has anything to do with all this conflict we've had out there for the past, like, 10, 15 years, is you have one, you have the... Christian Islam war that I talked about that's been going on for thousands of years Two, you have in the last 10 years since that war started out, uh, out in Afghanistan heroin has never been more readily available around the entire world since our war forces have been in there so I just asked the question who's selling it and then number three one thing a lot of people don't know is that if you google US Afghanistan art theft uh, the National Geographic has even talked about this is that there's a bunch of cultural treasures in Afghanistan that has been disappearing and as you know Egypt and Af- in the Middle East that crescent over in that area those are the cradles of civilization that's where all this shit started and I just asked the question you know why is there always conflict like in these places where things just started are they preparing for something are they looking for something what exactly is going on or is it just that those civilizations are so old that they're crumbling and falling apart I just asked that question hmm I don't know 
I just I'll put it out there. I don't know, but something's going on out there. There's a lot of there's a lot of doors that can be opened to make people question the the reason for us to be out there. Are we really fighting for freedom, or are we just out there stealing and looting? Like what they blame the African Americans who are out there in Ferguson. Oh, you see that 360 Ooh. spin around? Boom, nigga! I thought it was uh, already there, son. Fucking. On the uh, note though of stealing, though, and mind you, initiative. Obviously, it's a fucking obvious answer about what the fuck it is that that we want. And niggas, yeah. everything. If we're gonna fucking rob a fucking store, and we have. I don't know. You have the money, right? You got the money. That's really what you needed. But wouldn't you want to pick up a fucking drink and some snacks, too? Because I'm going to be pretty hungry after this holdup, y'all. Aren't you going to take as much as you can? Aren't you there to fucking pillage? Isn't that what kind of what we did in the Bible time? We pillage and ransack these shits and took them for everything they were worth. And this is what the whole looting situation is what I would like to call the ever going on saga of blacks versus niggas. You have black people out there who are protesting, yo, this is cold, what, uh, what the fucking cops did by uh, killing Michael Brown. The kid had put his arms up in the air and has surrendered, and the cops still shot him. And the fucking police department won't say where the kid got shot, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. And uh, you have the black protesters who went out um, uh, on the week anniversary of the kid getting shot and stood outside of the um, precinct with their arms up saying, you know, I surrender as a statement of, he, yo, he had his hands up when he got killed and then you flip it on uh the other side of how the media has like portrayed this kid and i'm not one to really get into the whole hashtag um activism if you will i think there's a lot of social media activists who the second of our boys yeah some bullshit happens or whatever and they're quick to be all on social media like oh i believe in this cause but the second something else happened they're off to the you know the next thing but they had a hashtag went around called if they gun me down and i had participated that in that on a uh, facebook oh, is it the uh, which picture would they choose either the nigga yes. nigga picture or the family or yes. the wholesome picture so uh and y'all can follow me on facebook you know i don't care it's facebook.com backslash arizona verse and um i had posted um a hashtag if they gun me down and it was uh which picture would the media use and it was a picture of me on the top and it's me smoking a cigarette uh with a gun in my hand throwback throwback, yo and then on the bottom it's a picture of me my wife and my two kids and uh the reason why I got involved in it because actually that picture, a friend of mine uh, that used to live with uh, me back when I was like 18 has sent me uh, that picture. They still had a copy of it. And it was like, yo, how stupid do you look in this picture? And me and this friend, we're having a laugh back and forth because I'm not necessarily anti-gun, but I don't really fuck with guns. And so it's just hilarious just how stupid that fucking picture is. Me smoking a cigarette, holding a gun like I'm some thug and it's just, it's silly. And so my friend had just sent me that picture and then the next day i saw that if they gun me down i was like yo this one picture of me holding a gun the only time in my life that would be the picture that owned the fucking news about look at this nigga this is why we had to gun that son of a bitch down to the ground uh, dangerous nigga dangerous so, dangerous ain't once it? again like with the trayvon situation which kind of struck yeah close to me because I felt like I could have been Trayvon in that situation you know Oscar Grant didn't hit me that hard because I I didn't and it's not to take away from the death of Oscar Grant but it's just I I I couldn't see myself in that situation but then once again this situation with this kid Michael Brown is like oh 
I could have been that nigga. So. But see, but would you have been Robin? And, and really quickly too, and I laugh because I I made sure of deleting any fucking source of this fucking picture. But there was a point where I don't know how the fuck I had a fucking uh, a couple guns, had them all t- tucked in to make a cool yeah. little thing. A bunch of dub sacks of weed on the fucking table and some little bitch ass vodka shit and dub I was like, who the fuck do we think from fucking riding around like fuck it? Here's some fucking rush rushing the fucking kids in the club like it was ridiculous, it was retarded, and a lot of this misconception because mind you that's the fucking past. But mind you, this wasn't too far from his fucking past, and he did happen to fucking rob a fucking liquor store and as and as now yeah. That's what I was about to ask you. Uh, tell the or what all do you know about the story, and then I'll counter okay. with what I know about the story. Okay, and, and and you know what? And I had to and I bring this up to our listeners who actually listen. I brought this up last episode. It was so fucking brief. Like literally, I had it in my show notes. It was barely breaking news. We didn't know any of the fucking details. And for our listeners who can remember back, I had straight up told you. I'm like, um, so they killed some random nigga and uh, was shot by a cop. And you're like, uh, yeah. And, like, and yo, oh. and what's so fucked up about it is to think that niggas getting shot by cops is so often that I was just like, oh yeah, just another nigga getting oh, shot by cops. Okay. That's too bad. And, <laughs> and then as time progressed, I found out the rest of the fucking story and how big of an issue this all became. And so, like, to those who, and basically to paint the picture, because I've been following, um, I've been following RT Russia today. They've been uh, covering it pretty good. Um, I saw a situation with Al Jazeera, which was pretty interesting. And then uh, Anonymous got involved, and the Young Turks have been talking about this real heavy. So I feel as if I, I've, I'm up to date with the bullshit that's going on with this. And so, basically, for those who don't know uh, what happened, Michael Brown got, um, killed last saturday i want to say and um he got killed by a cop and basically to paint the picture of the timeline from what of the information that's out or and what lines up and what even the police chief has uh admitted um michael brown and some friends went up to a liquor store to steal some cigars apparently they stole like less than 50 dollars worth of swisher sweets which putting myself in that situation it was some niggas was about to go smoke some weed and they didn't have no money for no blunt wraps and so you know what fuck it we just gonna mm-hmm. run in here real quick we're gonna steal these cigars real quick we're gonna get out this motherfucking we're gonna go blaze yo i i feel it i've been there i've been there before as a youth and um and then so that happened and the robbery got called in at 1201 now by 1204 michael brown was dead and he was dead. He got killed three minutes after stealing those cigars. And it's being called a strong arm robbery. And it's a clever play on words because, like, I had asked uh, the wife, Skips, I was like, uh, you heard that he did a strong arm robbery. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, describe what it means to me. And she was like, well, he sounds like he went in there with a gun. I was like, no, strong arm robbery means that there was some type of physical force. And what it was, big was bodies. He's a big body. He stole them cigars, and as the dude walked up on him, he pushed the dude, uh, you know, to get away from him. And that right there was strong arm robbery. So I guess if he didn't push the guy, it would have just been a theft. But because he pushed him, it becomes a strong arm robbery. But it's just funny because the people who are not in tune, if you will, they just hear strong arm robbery and, oh, this nigga had a gun. <laughs> and, um,. So that happened. Then now the other side of the story that is interesting is the cop that came over there and killed him three minutes later knew nothing about the robbery. The cop hadn't heard anything about the robbery. Did you know that's part? He just, I did not know that. He just happened to be there at the, at the, at the right time and for yeah. the right man. 
he was driving oh, in some other scene. He was leave, leaving the scene of some other crime, and he saw these two black kids walking down the middle of the street in broad daylight, and he was fucking with them because they were in the middle of the street. And Michael Brown's friend says that he they were getting defiant, if you will, with the cop. They had told the cop that they were walking in the street because they were almost at their location, and there was no cars in the street, so they didn't see no reason why, you know, it's a small community, they didn't see no reason why they can't be walking in the street, there's no traffic, and they were saying that, yo, we're about to get to our destination, and then the cop approached them, and they got into an argument, and then the cop, like, grabbed through the window and grabbed the, uh, Michael Brown by his throat, and then uh, the kid was uh, pushing back away from him, and then I don't know if the kid took off running, or I don't know what happened, but the guy, the cop pulled out a gun, and then Michael Brown was 35 feet away with his back to the cop, and the cop shot him in his shoulder blade from behind, and the kid turned around and put his hands up in the air, and the cop walked up and shot him. Now, the thing that is funny is how the police have been putting the information out. It's always a media campaign. You always got to watch out for the agenda. So, Michael Brown gets killed, and they wait a week to tell y'all who killed him. So, you know, what's definite, what they know... Uh, the day of the crime is that Michael Brown got killed. The cops know who killed him, but I can understand not wanting to bring it out just yet because you don't want um, any type of uh, death threats or anything like that. So I get that one wait. But then they also know where the kid got shot and how ma- how many times the kid got shot. They won't leave. They won't say those two details. They won't talk about how the kid got killed. We just know he got shot and killed, but they won't give us any more information. Then they the day that they say, hey, this is the guy who killed him is the same exact time where it was like, okay, so this is the cop that killed him. And oh, by the way, he did a strong arm robbery. So we kind of, you know, we had to kill him because he was dangerous. You know, you know, he was dangerous. He kind of had it coming. And so then, you know, the media got mad about that. And then the cops had to come out and admit that the guy didn't know what happened because thank God for Anonymous, who I would like to call duality for the people who believe in the Illuminati and Satanism and all that and they're evil. Well, the counter I would say to that, the Christ-like organization that is out nowadays would be Anonymous. And Anonymous got involved and released a whole bunch of information including the patrol um, tape that night, uh, or that evening, excuse me, that afternoon, it was like noon, whatever time it was, and uh, they released the information, which basically played the story that, yeah, this was just even if that kid did rob something, this was just an asshole cop that saw two black kids, didn't know what the fuck that kid just did, but just wanted to fuck with them. And so I asked the question, why did they put the information out at, in that particular order? And they still haven't said where the kid got shot. And, you know, it's always about how you want to set it up, because they can be like, okay, Michael Brown got shot he got shot one time in the shoulder and he got shot twice in the head and it's like oh shit that was a fucking execution then if he had his hands up and then he got shot twice in the head that was the execution but they don't want to put that out because before they let you know where he got shot they need to do the toxicology report to tell you how much weed he had in his system and then they need to tell you also hey this kid was a robber so he had it coming to him so it's just it's always the media slant it's the, the dangerous black guy but did they not shoot the right niggas though? No. <laughs> I'm, I, y'all, y'all all deferring from the facts. <laughs> but no, what's funny? Like they were talking about it on the Young Turks, which is a uh, for anybody who's heard me bring them up and don't know what I'm talking about. The Young Turks is a uh, news station, if you will, but they um, don't broadcast on television. They broadcast over YouTube. 
And the beauty in that is my complaint I've always had about mainstream media is that you're getting the opinion of the advertisers. It's all about the money that's being pumped into them. So MSNBC, let's say if they're sponsored by Pepsi, they're not going to say something that that Pepsi disagrees with because that's who keep, who's keeping the lights on. But the beauty of having a fan base on YouTube and similar to what we do here is you could say whatever the fuck you want to say and can't nobody come and say, hey, don't bring that up next time. So that's the beauty of the free market and that's the reason why I like the Young Turks because they tell it as they see it. They criticize Obama. They crit- they criticize they say good things about Obama They're like they play both sides of the table. They give out the information as is and um, like they were talking about on their show, there's a bunch of white two white dudes that work on their show. They were like, yo, we go into the store and steal shit all the damn time. No one would ever <laughs> call it a fucking robbery if we did it but because it's this big black nigga all of a sudden, oh, he's dangerous. We had to kill that nigga and this brings up the question which is really uh, like the part that's getting scary in the conspiracy theory about the military state because you know the guy called for a state of emergency yesterday and he in place a curfew on the city so he the mayor governor whatever police chief um, basically they said yo you niggas need to get in the house before the street lights come on so like they're keeping these niggas in their houses and shit so this is becoming a real bad situation and what gets even worse is that you have all that shit that happened when we were in Afghanistan and we had all those military grade weapons well that war ended where do you think that shit went all that shit went to the police all these damn cops have tanks and they have these fucking rocket launchers and grenades and all that so the military is now in the streets dealing with people and so it's just it's a fucked up situation some of the assholes in Mexico what's up (laughs) one of the most fucked up and I forget what they called it project fast and fierce or some bullshit yeah. We're, we're giving these weapons to motherfuckers in Mexico so they can ruin their cartel shit. They can, you know what I'm saying, get business cracking. Yeah. But, uh, so the situation is just fucked up. Cause you have, like I said, on one side you have blacks versus niggas, where you have blacks protesting, but you have niggas looting, and then the cops are reacting in a military fashion. They're not easily suspect. Yeah, they're escalating the situation. And one last thing, there was uh, Al Jazeera. As you see, I'm very passionate about this. I've been staying up all week watching a bunch of videos about it. But uh, fucking Al Jazeera was out there, and they were filming, and the cops shot tear gas at the news media. And they're they're making the media flee, and there was that one incident. Did you hear about the two journalists that were inside of, like, McDonald's, and they got arrested? No, I always hear about them either getting shot at or, or publicly raped, but I never heard nothing about them getting kidnapped or some shit at McDonald's. What happened with that? No, so there was two um, uh, journalists that were inside McDonald's. There wasn't a riot going on in McDonald's, but they were just, uh, you know, they were filming uh, what was going on, and they were just sitting down having a, they were eating, and the military police, if you will, went in there, and they arrested the guys, and the guys were like, we're not even doing anything. We're not protesting. We're just sitting here eating, and they're kicking people out of McDonald's. It's like, there's no riot going on in here. Why are you fucking with us? And that's bringing up a lot of people wondering about the whole military state. Like, uh, you have the media out there, and you want to, you know, you want to make sure everybody knows, yo, this black thug did this, and now these niggers are looting, and they're going crazy. But you don't want the media out there. Why do you not want the media to film what is going on out there? You'll let the cameras come on when niggas is looting, but the other shit, when the protesters are saying, hey, Mm. we're getting fucked up, you're like, hey, get the media the fuck out of here. So it's like, what are y'all up to? What's going on? It's more to the story than is how how the media portrays it. it's oh that dangerous nigga no it's a lot more going on it's just fucking crazy 
motherfucker, yeah. I mean, and, you know what? What I feel it's, and it's not even more or less about. Cause I know like Middle Eastern countries, they'll they will fuck Twitter up, and that's where they had a big old Google debates about access to things, and they don't want to they don't want to give them too much power. But honestly, we've given we have all the power to do shit, but we even have higher powers above us that can shut shit down, yeah. so that we can make sure no truth gets out at all. One of the most yeah. fucked up things with all the Libya stuff, and I forget the the guy's name who was part of Syria. That dude was one of the most bad ass righteous motherfuckers, believe it or not, and they just they cut him off by not allowing proper translations to pen over here and we just control every goddamn circuit and it makes you wonder because obviously people you can't trust humans and we're trying and we're trying to give uh we're, but but yet we still have a, a thing of uh of uh, i don't know if it's just the thinking or just being able just to kind of play off of whatever sort of situation we still want to implement that onto things i don't know if you checked out the other couple articles man but they like an IBM is working on this on this ship to kind of give. I mean, we've been giving uh, robots and one artificial intelligence, but we're yeah. they're creating some kind of thing that I, I really don't understand the science of it about all these robots that, that are kind of into this. Uh, and this goes back to the thing I keep bringing uh, about uh, uh, transcendence or whatever, and the singularity, and how we're getting to the point where biology and technology is going to merge. Mm -hmm. And I guess the the solid date is 2045. Is you know because math or um, everything with the speed and all that's all mathematics. And every like 16 months, the computer chip doubles in speed. And so they've done the math, and by the time we hit 2045, computers are going to be smarter than the human brain and so we're getting to the point where we're starting to merge technology with biology and yeah ibm has developed a fucking brain chip so um i don't know what the fuck this thing is supposed to do but it processes information like a human brain and uses a network of more than one million neurons which communicate with one another using electrical spikes while still no match for today's conventional microprocessors at mathematical operations i guess mit is working on this and um, yeah, so that's the other thing. Shouts out to Hater Rotsi who brought up something like to the youth coming up. Yo, y'all need to find a trade or a creative outlet and y'all need to hop on that bandwagon and work on that because all these low maintenance jobs are robots are taking over. You see it at the grocery stores with the tellers and all that. Oh, you could self checkout going through this. And now it's only right now where you can do like 25 items, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get real close to the point where you can do your whole full cart of grocery shopping going through a self checkout. And it's more and more jobs are being replaced by robots. So y'all niggas better get a trade because your job ain't going to be here for too much longer. Yeah. You want to talk about these essays taking your jobs? Let's talk about these robots <laughs> taking your jobs. They're taking yeah. their jobs. We're no. taking our jobs. Uh, yeah, it ain't even about motherfuckers who are willing to shovel through shit because now motherfuckers who can do basic math, we really don't need your basic motherfuckers because uh, we got a robot that can do it. They can do it in fucking yeah. masses. And yeah, and they're saying that what robots will create unemployable masses, and I do fucking agree, because the other thing that you got to take into it, like, of course, robots are cre created by humans, and so there's still human errors within it, if you will. But once again, going back to that date, 2045, eventually the computers are going to get smarter than us, and at that point, computers are... are they don't make human errors like they're not distracted by their emotions to fuck up like you know if i fuck up at work it's because i'm tired and i'm not paying attention and i take a shortcut and i fuck up robots aren't going to be tired and they're not going to have these human emotions and they're going to be able to do their job without human fucking error and you niggas is out of work <laughs> oh. yo 
I honestly feel that it's emotions that fuck up things the most. Now, mind you, I'm an emotional cat. I am very sensitive. I get butt hurt often. I'm what I guess most would say, kind of a bitch sometimes. Now, mind <laughs> you, when you get down to a literal bitch, they obviously kind of. I mean, we all. It can, there's no level. It could be male, female. But honestly, usually, anytime I see a bitch get mad at another bitch and her fucking go out of her way to fuck, fuck another bitch over, it's usually a chick. And it's usually because of a chick. Because if ever there's a dude hitting another dude, it's because he probably tapped that one bitch that that nigga wanted, and he wasn't having that. Same mm-hmm. thing with the girls, though. It could be over something as simple as, I don't know. Bitch has the purse that I wanted. I'm going to fuck her shit up. It's, yeah. it's a damn sh- I mean, they'll be able to prevent pretty much any human error, which is exactly that. And even that shit, man, like, it, they're going from it being for... At, at first, I... I, I I want to say it started in entertainment, you know, before, I mean, obviously I know scientifically it was used to handle chemicals and things like that. Then it moved on to more entertainment things from servants to fucking sex dolls to fucking, you know, things actually doing day-to-day things that, you know, that we can need. Um, Now, kind of in the same realm, because you know how technology kindly upgrades and you get better with, you know, better equipment. Just to, I guess to kind of be a bit of a bitch, I want to kind of move it on over to gossip. Now, my dude who drama uh i got i was and he has one of the baddest white bitches in the world right now let me tell you and i used to hate his main girl which almost made him seem like a power couple because they were out with jay-z and beyonce all the fucking time he had a guest tracks on on jay's album also on fucking kanye's but chris martin my dude from fucking coldplay fuck when it paltrow's fucking stick figure ass he is with my favorite fat bitch in hollywood and who was that? Jennifer Lawrence, dog. Oh, I didn't know, bro. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. He is currently knocking the boots with this bitch. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not mad. And I, I love that there's the, the title when they announced it. I think it was about last week when I found that shit. But it goes, there's life after Gwyneth. Like, fuck that bitch. Honestly, like, I honestly, like, ah, maybe maybe I'm being a hating bitch by hating on this bitch. But I never I, really cared about her. So I can't really say if I ever liked or hated. I just didn't she never caught my attention she never caught my attention she was obviously her being weak that kind of by default has my attention but because of that i was like Ugh, yeah. i gotta and then <laughs> i don't know I, she annoyed me on glee i she can sing she can do good country <laughs> but chris martin i feel he's a great fucking writer his melodies are just fucking haunting his last album which was kind of shitty had this one song called magic it was dope much respect to him he has the Basurita, I think that's that's out there. Yeah, that just it's kind of one of those things to where all this drama, all this fucked up things are happening. We need yeah. distraction, and it, it's so funny how things kind of, they just they just go together. And yeah, dude, shout and, out and shout and shouts out to my favorite corporate rapper Jay Z, who had a song called Hollywood on one of his worst albums ever, Kingdom Come. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he did uh, say on a song called Hollywood, uh, when your friends is Chris and Gwyneth, when your girl is more famous than you, then it's time to get all your windows tinted. Keep your eyes squinted. It's going to flash any minute. The music biz is like musical chairs. It's all about where you're standing when the music stops spinning. That's Fuck. real talk. It's real talk. So that was that was uh, one of the few jewels that he dropped on that CD, which was hot garbage. So <laughs> You know, it was fucked up too. The single from oh. that track is the one that had Chris Martin in it, and but I thought it was dope. Though. As far as the title soundtrack or the title yeah. song goes, um, I was going to say since we're kind of talking a bit of music, one of my favorite low-key rap groups 
uh, got greenlit, and they're they're called the Lonely Island Band. You guys might remember them from Saturday Night Live because Andy mm. Schoenberg, I can't pronounce his fucking last name, something Jewy, um, has uh, has an actual you know little rap group, and they fucking make funny shit. But one of the things you might remember is Sticking a Box. It was with uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, fucking classic. So they, they obviously they're hilarious, and they recently got the powerhouse Jew group of Hollywood, fucking Sir Judd Apatow, and yeah, dude, they're they're fucking making a movie that's gonna be pretty much based about music. So I'm not too sure if it's gonna be, um, not a sing-along shit, but I'm not too sure if it's gonna be kind of like musical style but I mean what? you got the funniest fucking Jew in the business you got these motherfuckers who are also hilarious if you ever seen Hot Rod it's so fucking stupid but it's so gnarly and yeah bro these are the coolest geeks in America bro yeah I never no? I, I know of them mm-hmm. and um, I haven't listened to a whole lot of your stuff or whatever but I know Jude Apatow um, I know Jews get it done I'll just say that so he's gonna get that done and for those who don't know Judd Apatow, for your virgin, knocked up. Uh, he's fucking funny people. He's co-produced every other. I fucking really like Seth Rogen and such shit. I like, I like like the dark. I don't know the darker stuff like Jim Carrey. I brought that up before. My favorite movie of his is the Internal Spotless Sunshine or the Internal Sunshine of a Spotless, spotless mind. mind. And then like my favorite Will Ferrell movie is The Stranger Than Fiction. Like I like the darker yeah, dark tones, comedy. if you will. And so yeah, I I really fucked with funny people. I thought that was real good of um what's his name? Adam Sandler, because I can't stand that motherfucker. But he has a couple that I thought he knocked out the park and I thought funny people was one of them, so I had just lost my train of thought. What was the first movie of the year connecting with funny people? Yeah, I don't know. I'll smoke weed, y'all. Uh, fuck it, I should have got a little bit of a because honestly I was gonna connect that oh, uh, Judd Apatow actually helped co-produce, and I forget what fucking project it was. Oh, you mentioned Jim Carrey. He, they had a, he had actually Judd Apatow actually per, co-produced um, the Cable Guy. And, ah, and, and that was a classic. Oh, Jim Carrey. Honestly, one thing that's gonna sound really weird, and my dad fucking likes to remind me. I used to show me how much of a fucking weirdo I am. I didn't. I wasn't a crybaby bitch. I wasn't. And to show you, I guess how much of a loner I actually am. I remember apparently when I was a kid. Back when my old man was still around, we'd watch yeah. Cable Guy, and apparently I would cry because all, ah. he, wanted, all he wanted was a friend. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and um, fucking a man. But yeah, dude, uh, these guys, only only band. I'm not too sure if they're home. I'm guessing they're homies outside because they are they're formed togetherness, and they're not no fucking making a band sort of project. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they they met each other, they clicked, they vibed, and so they make hilarious shit. Um, I think they have about two albums. I forget what the first one's called, but the second one's called Turtleneck, uh, Turtle, uh, fuck, Turtleneck and Chains, and it was just, it was just hilarious ass shit, man. And um, I, I know that whatever that drops out, this is gonna be some funny stuff. Um, I know musically, I since we're in the realm of hip hop, I want to talk to you about, um, is it, I guess it's pronounced Mink Jenkins, um, mm. dude from Chicago. Don't know his big bio. I remember I, I picked up a mixtape of him last year, and like I said he kind of has some conscious shit, almost kind of, um, I don't want to say ASAP mixed with um, Common, because mm. that's a bit of a weird thing, but if no, you can I, think of it, I like it. And um, yeah, this dude, the album is called The Water, and I think mm, I found to, go, it. to go along with the kind of like the realm of just kind of drinking and things like that. I remember actually, I, I I went by to fucking even though I had company at the house, I was like I wanted to go to the bar. I wanted to kind of put myself in this fear. I don't know why. Like I wanted to get sad, 
I, I totally couldn't because it was fucking actually popping, and I was just like, ugh, this isn't my scene either. I want to go somewhere I can fucking read a book and look real yeah. classy. Um, but so many things just get muffled, yo. So many loud noises. There's just so much distraction, and that we pull ourselves so far where we are to another fucking edge of the sphere, room, globe. People just, watching live, I, I just threw it up. Yeah, Mick Jenkins. Yeah. A lot. Go ahead, check that yeah. out. Download it. Yes, sir. Yeah, dope, dope try, my bad. Try before getting this too lost. One thing that's really dope about this record, uh, instrumentals, sounds, at some points, the mixing was really good because you could kind of, it almost seems like some of the bass is kind of coming through rumblings of the deepest yeah. depths of the ocean. And, and he's pretty much talking about just how life comes and how, I mean, honestly, this is... We get we get drowned in our drink, but really there's there's no more pure than water. And anyway, that may sound preachy, but shit's actually the truth. And one of the one chick that I haven't heard of in a minute, her name's No Name Gypsy. I haven't heard of her since she did a track with uh, Chance the Rapper that that was really mm-hmm. fucking dope. Because she talks about being loved only when she's you know being fucked from behind, and <laughs> um, her, and her fucking therapist tells her to start pill popping, bitch. And just she has funny wordplay and yeah man just just check it out dude. She talks about just, just some shit. Yeah. And I just I only wanted to bring that up because we're talking about music and that's the latest hip hop album that kinda has my attention because I'd be on that I'd be on that folk shit. But uh mm. your boy just released a was it an E P or was it a mixtape? Yeah, shout out oh, to uh Ron Our boy. Joel. Yeah, shout out to uh you can find him on SoeySauceBoss.com. He just Sauce. dropped a fucking mitts tape uh, i believe it's called asian sensation volume three so yeah go ahead and cop volume two and one while you at it um i'm in the process of creating a profile page for him so you can check it out on um uh, ibhmpodcast.com backslash support slash uh so are we gonna call it because i know we're gonna make a little segment for the male dedications is that what we're gonna call it or what, what? We could either call it support or we could call uh I had a name for it because I, I got another one but I can't we'll we'll come up with a name for it. Brotherly Just love. Look out for it. No homo bro love. Call it Paul's the Paul's uh gallery. No, but uh <laughs> <laughs> But no, so, uh, balls. no check yeah, check ramen out. He does uh he had a song called uh uh Pizza Box and Toilet Paper. And uh, he's talking about being uh, single and lonely at home while his friends is hitting the clubs. He's at home jerking off eating pizza and uh, yeah, so some weird. hot shit. Rom- yo, Rom- yo. comes with some hot comedy, like wordplay, funny shit. So shout Boss, out. If you're listening, I mean, get me on the verse because if anybody can talk about fucking, verse. if anybody can talk about having come fucking filled tissue boxes and pizza uh, <laughs> uh, grease stains, it's me, son. You dig? That's Friday Night Life. And uh, before we uh, get to uh, that time of the show, I did have one other article. Uh, Did you hear the latest news on SeaWorld? SeaWorld? Is that like a lesbian thing? (laughs) No, SeaWorld with the fucking, with Shamu and all that. Okay, so also fish, but not the kind of fish I was thinking. Okay, no, what happened? So, um, apparently, the uh, theme park is pretty close to going out of business. And actually, shouts out to the missus. I'm going to try to find her article because uh, she had posted a, a good one. <coughs> but, oh, um, yeah, they, they had been talking about it just because attendance been real low. And then with the documentaries fucking coming out with the fucking... Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that what it's about? <coughs> yeah, so apparently... We're in the process of seeing the end of SeaWorld, and um, it says SeaWorld as we know it today is over. It's only a matter of time. The company is finished, and here's why. 
Number one, the SeaWorld brand is now tarnished at best. Toxic likeness. I like that. The brand represents the torture of whales for an increasing population of concerned citizens. If you love whales, and who doesn't, you don't like SeaWorld. Number two, Wall Street has turned on SeaWorld. The stock is down over the last year by 45%, and $1.6 billion in market cap has evaporated. You can sometimes fight City Hall, but it's nearly impossible to fight Wall Street, and Wall Street is done with SeaWorld. Now, consumers are turning away from SeaWorld. This is number three. Consumers are turning away from SeaWorld with attendance dropping 4.3% over the first six months of 2014. It takes forever and a day for consumers to return to a company once they have walked away and they usually never come back. Now, number four, the internet has turned against SeaWorld because of Blackfish, the Oceanic Preservation Society, the Dodo, over a thousand users on change.org, and many other sites have made it their business to actively campaign against SeaWorld's mistreat of animals. And SeaWorld can, uh, can't survive that plain and simple. Now, number five, is SeaWorld has proven itself totally inept in dealing with one, two, three, and four. They haven't got a clue how to fix those situations. So business as usual is not a solution. SeaWorld can hold on for a few more years as its stock continues to fall into single digits as market cap becomes un- unattainable. And um, so, yeah, SeaWorld has fallen the fuck apart, y'all. So uh, shouts out to Blackfish, who did kind of paint SeaWorld in a completely different picture. Like, you thought fucking rainbows and, and sunshine when you thought SeaWorld, but seeing what actually is going on. Like, yo, that's slavery, yo. They got slavery on deck. It just so happens to be a fucking well, so. Yo, in, in honesty, and I don't know how fucked up this is, because I know... No, there ain't no better way to say it. God gave us dominion over the animals. We can do wherever the fuck we want to them, and what we should be doing <laughs> is battle them against each other, gladiator-style-esque, where we kind of can fucking pit uh, Shamu versus a dolphin, see if they eat each other. That's what I want to see. If we're gonna fucking, if we're gonna go in this world of cruelty to animals. Let's make this shit legit, honestly. Make it entertaining. Shout out to, now, to so. fucking, yeah. Figure that base football player, Nick. Nick. I don't fucking. Who you said? So uh, the dogs. Yeah. I I think on oh, that note. Wait. Well, well, no, well I'll, only only. I, <laughs> Only because you kind of brought up uh, the the SeaWorld thing, I thought it was funny as hell that um, somewhere some legend of the Gulf, there was this fucking shark named Old Hitler, and <laughs> that's my dude. I fucks with him, yo. Me and Old Hitler go way back, yo. He fucking bit me once. He's just an old bass. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I can't even. Yo, and real quick, it's funny too because uh, my sister-in-law was over uh, last weekend and um, she brought up the whole Sharknado thing, and we had never watched Sharknado. Yo, I watched part the first one. Came out. Yo, I, haven't, I haven't seen part two. Tell we me. watched the first one too. That is the greatest horrible movie I've ever seen. Like that is gold. Uh, like I see why it's a franchise now. That is fantastically horrible. Like yo. I fucked with it, yo. Mojo.com on uh, YouTube, which I'm guessing they're right last website. I don't fuck with it. They always make these top ten videos. They actually have a top ten for like wor- best worst fucking movies, and uh-huh. we'll have to get we'll have to get you have to come over one of these days. We'll get yeah, fucking yeah. real drunk and high and just watch every fucking one. Oh! Download them because it just sounds hilarious. That sounds like a motherfucking plan to me. So. Hiller, hiller. So uh, I guess on that note, it is uh, time for. Mm-hmm. Dedication. And um, I have two dedications this week, and uh, we also have an email to read a little later on where someone else chimed in with a dedication of their own. So yeah. Oh, we're gonna throw that in there out there too. But uh, 
I'll start things off real quick because I have two dedications in there from the same um, show, if you will. And uh, my first dedication goes to Miss Uza Aduba, who you people probably don't know who the fuck that is, but that is Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> what? And, um, oh. yes, sir, she won... <laughs> She won a Creative Arts Emmy, and um, it was given to her by uh, or because of her breakout role as Prisoner uh, Crazy Eyes in the Netflix original Orange is the New Black. Uh, the series received two other awards for casting and picture editing at the Creative Arts Emmy ceremony Saturday. And um, in an emotional speech, Aduba thanked her mom, who came from Nigeria, to make a better life for her family. She also thanked producers and others for a show that lets everyone be represented in such a beautiful way. And, yo, uh, Orange is the New Black is my shit. I do fucks with it. And I think, like, season one was, like, good, but it was, like, such about that pathetic white woman. And I love how this second season... Which, by the way, pissed me off in that fucking story. Now, you know how much I love my white women. Yeah. Fuck, it upset me. But, yo... I will say this, season two has been even better. I'm only a few episodes into it, but season two has been much better because they focused on all the characters more, so you're getting more of the backstory of everybody on there. And the other beautiful... And yeah, I know. And the other thing that is beautiful is that you have um, the main characters finally getting some layers. Some darkness is coming out. And so now I finally have a reason to be entertained by that normally bland and uh, boring bitch. So shouts yeah. out to Orange is the New Black. And uh, that rolls right into my second dedication real oh, quick. You're knocking them both out? Okay, nigga. I'm going to knock them both out since they, they're from uh, the first show. I don't want to uh, leave everybody in uh, too much suspense. But I'm going to yeah, flip it up. <laughs> and uh, my other uh, dedication from Orange is the New Black is actually <laughs> Laverne Cotzio to the uh, transgender um, woman from Orange is the New Black. The big black bitch? Yeah, yeah. Oh. She um, She's actually pretty fucking beautiful, man. Yo, it's, it's one of those things where I like to be completely 100% honest on the podcast. And she's one of those people once again that makes me confused in my pants because she is beautiful and like i remember the first episode seeing you know engaging everybody and like oh she's cute and then when i saw her like next to everybody i was like why is she so much bigger than the rest of the chicks <laughs> and then i was like yo i was like i think she's a transsexual damn she's a hot transsexual it's too many of those out there and actually i'm gonna uh, throw one to you big uh, body Yo, I'm going to throw one to you off air. I ran across another gorgeous uh, tranny on uh, Tumblr. Tumblr is you, once you click those, like, mm. you click a hashtag and that hashtag sends you to another one. You can get real deep and dark on Tumblr. I, crossed mm. a, I went across really? another beauty that I'll throw to you. But uh, One thing really quickly, too, for those yeah. that honestly that want to see, I mean, and mind you, and I'm one of those people, you want to see my deepest, darkest of shits, go to my Tumblr, look at what I post, and then once you're done seeing what I post, or maybe an intermediate in between, look at what I like. They show you, they put your likes on blast. They do. And I do it for a purpose. So. <laughs> 
But uh, shouts out to Laverne Cotts, who is uh, breaking down barriers for the transgender community, both on and off the screen. And she recently had an interview for this week. She shared her one wish for America. And she says, one thing I would wish for America are uh, spaces where we have real gender freedom, where we create spaces of gender, gender self-determination, where we don't police people's genders or we don't tell people that they're not supposed to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And um, so shouts out to her. Yeah, she's breaking ways that she could act, too. Like her story, her whole background story was real cold too, and it's just that's a real good show. So if you're into characters and character development, check out Orange Is the New Black. It's pretty good. So one thing, and, and just to kind of piggyback off the Orange Is the New Black, I totally got consumed in, in the in the first one. My favorite creator from Weeds. Shouts out to Laura uh, Marie Lewis. I can't fuck her. Anyways, the creator Kenji Co- with Jenkins, whatever Cohen made an awesome ass show. Uh, I love her. she plays Vaughn. The bad lesbian bitch who was okay. I also remember her as Donna from that '70s show. She's fucking hot fire. She's a goddamn Amazon of a woman. Um, and then I also like that punk rock uh, Latina bitch. And you know I don't really like my people too much, but her name's Fluffy. She's the one who where uh, there's a scene where a security guard they're kind of they're uh, extorting him and they're trying to get him to get gay porn. And, the, and this dude's like, I'm not gonna buy you guys gay porn. And this bitch out of nowhere said, Are you homophobic or something? I'm like real fucking. And I don't care. You know who else can get it? Uh, the pregnant chick on there. The chick that got pregnant. Yo, I'm sorry. Yeah, she a, she a BBW. She can oh, oh, She can get it. Yo. Oh, the, oh. She looked like black and Mexican with she, the little blonde streak in her hair. Yo, she, she does look really cute. She's a thick one, man. She, yeah. Actually, she's really sexy. I ain't gonna lie. I, I can honestly see why why a motherfucker who works in the correctional office is gonna be real tempted. All I'm saying is biscuits and gravy. That's all I'm saying, yo. Yeah. Mm. I would say that's a good description. And back on to biscuits and gravy. And I honestly didn't know what this bitch did and uh, or what she was. If she was a model, I thought she was in sports. And I was very late to being hit to her. Now, my friend, if you look at your phone, I sent you, and this is going to sound really bad. This is 18-year-old, so technically she's legal. (laughs) But this is an 18-year-old, and I hope you could post this on the website because this is honestly one of the sexiest pictures I've ever seen of her. This is uh, Kate Upton, yo. Oh, and, and I know I'm very late on the Kate Upton train, but I was um, at, mind you, I saw this movie when it came out, um, because mind you, I'm a big Judd Apatow fan, and even though I don't know if he helped produce it or not, but his wife Leslie Mann is in this movie with uh, it's called The Other Woman with Cameron Diaz, which I fucking hate her goddamn guts, and also Miss Kate Upton, and I was like, dude, she's such a voluptuous bitch. Like I was like, where do they find her? How do they make her? Is this shit CGI? And then I just, I you know, did a quick little Google search and I saw this. I'm, I didn't know this bitch was a model, but yeah. it fucking explains it. And dude, she's just so fucking gorgeous. It's just, it's ridiculous how gorgeous she is. Yeah, and I said, love it. This and that girl, will be going on the site. If you look at this picture, and just to show you why I was tricked by this motherfucker in drag, this is what you call <laughs> baby fat. This is good baby fat. This my nigga is avocado. It's got good <laughs> fat. And she's just gorgeous. As far as how intelligent she is, I bet she's a dumb bitch. She played a dumb bitch in the movie The Other Girls. She, in fact, was that young dumb bitch that happened to be sleeping with the same motherfucker that they're all sleeping with. But yeah, dude, she's just um. And uh, real quick, check your uh, Facebook. I just sent you a Google search. I ran across a name on Tumblr, and like I said, this uh, kind of fucked me up. So oh, I just no, I already know she's a tranny, yo. Oh, do you? You've heard of this chick? Oh my god, actually, well, no, what the fuck? Oh my god, she's gorgeous, yo. She looks, she looks like a little suicide girl. Oh, 
My, you know what? Fuck it. She's a dedication too. We'll throw her on the wall. Oh, Fucking no, Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, you click through the links and you're like, holy shit. And no, then there's the no, penis. Don't save this information. Don't know so, that I'm looking at it. Oh god. Click, uh, flip it to safe search and you'll get to see the hotness. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a there's another one. So, <laughs> another one bites the dust. Honestly. So uh, yeah, we're we're all about gender equality apparently over here at the IBH podcast. She has, that, we, she has that good fat too. How is that possible? Was she just? A I have no idea how this is possible. This oh is God. all I know is okay. we gotta find her Pinterest. I'm looking at her Pinterest and it's oh it's, my it's, God, it's not too horrible. Oh my God, wow, brother, why'd you do this? You know what? This might work out because if old girl or if our fan that I didn't get to hear too much about has a dedication, well, this way you give us an even six. She goes up there for sure. Honestly, <laughs> there we go. She stumps the what I was planning on showing. Because on the real, I only had the Kate Upton things when I when I found her on Tumblr at the tender age of eighteen. I was like, God damn, she's gorgeous. Um, Yo, and I do I like Kate no Upton, but I find it funny. Isn't she considered like fat for a model or something? Oh, yeah. Wasn't oh, there no, some no, no. Yeah, Oh, she, she's the she's yeah. the fat bitch of modeling. And you know what? I would take that fatty any day, any day, any day. Um, the other thing, because you know what? Because I honestly think that they both kind of shit on, I guess, some other dedication. Yo, this fucking me up, yo. I start scrolling. Off, pictures, yo. I know. Yeah, I can't stop looking too. She's so fucking gorgeous, honestly. Yeah. He, she, um, if I were to get tripped into that and someone be like, nigga, you gay, you fucking dude. Look at this bitch. <laughs> like, look at her. Dog, dog, you wouldn't hit. You wouldn't hit, dog. Oh, Come man. on, man. I had a few in me. I'm just I saying. I was sober as hell. No shame. <laughs> No shame. If anything, I put a roofie in that bitch's drink, and it still didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's just gorgeous. I would say that the next thing that um that I want to say that kind of had my attention simply because she's one of those. And mind you, we're at, we're at a bar, fucking drunk. You hear this bitch. She annoys you because of the dumb shit she's talking about. She's not even funny. She's just there to look cute, and it makes you just want to hate fuck her. And I forget her name. What's her name? She was in no most notably for being the dumb bitch in Transformers. She was oh, most recently the Megan dumb bitch. Fox. Megan Fox. And I hate to say it, but this bitch is a fucking fox. And she was in Ninja Turtles. And I feel embarrassed to say this, but I saw it without you. And uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> being, yeah, a fanboy, yeah. being a fanboy, you're going to like whatever. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to hate it. I, you know, mind you, they, they, had, they had to retell the whole origin See, shit. And, and you went without me, dog. What's up with that? What's up with that, yo? Uh, what's up, what, what's up with that? Me, bro? <laughs> me? Yo, I told you, yo, I did mad hours. This, this check going to be yeah. nice, but I yo, did mad hours this past two weeks. Saturday, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be dead. Honestly, one thing that when I wanted Saturday. Saturday yeah. Oh, well, this yeah, something because yeah. honestly, like I said as long as we can do it in the morning before I gotta go to my do the yeah, yeah. do the shelter thing, then we we straight. And um, I'm not a night person at all, neither. So yeah, that works perfect for me. Go bright and early in the morning, and I will say the day that I did see this, it was the following Monday, and I said fucking right after the fucking gym, we went like literally 10 o'clock in the morning where there was nobody there but like old people, which mm. I wouldn't have it in the other way. So we're gonna be them old fucks, hopefully trying to get that five dollar matinee in. But uh, uh, but uh, like I said, uh, I just shout out to just Megan Fox on the real. She's just one of those. She's truly a trophy wife, bitch. It would it would scare me to be with her. It would scare me to have yeah. that have that be baby mama just because <laughs> motherfuckers going going to root, yeah. gonna tell, yeah. toot their horns about who hit it. Um, and all I gotta ask is what's up with them thumbs, yo? That's all I want to know. What's that? Her thumbs. You ain't ever looked at her thumbs. Oh yeah, yeah. She got like 
She got like I don't know her her thumbs her thumbs didn't fully develop or something. I don't know what's wrong with her thumbs. Something is up with them. I'm just saying. For every whoever's listening, just Google Megan Fox's thumbs. Y'all see some. Uh, Yo, just Google Megan Fox. Yo, Google Megan Fox, put up the space, and then type T, and thumbs pops up. So, yo, we ain't the only ones that notice this shit. So. We ain't tripping. But, but um, for... Trying to, trying to make a 180 from one dumb bitch to, I think, is not a dumb bitch, because if, if she listens to us, so she must be very <laughs> intelligent. You flip that around in the most inappropriate way you possibly could. <laughs> No, we uh got a real I good. Have no fans. This <laughs> is why I have no followers. Popo is so inappropriate. Uh, no, uh, we got in um some fan mail. Uh, someone uh sent in a real good uh email, and so I wanted to go ahead and read it on the show. Um, it says um, and this is from Monique, and you can follow her on Twitter at m o two t e w d a h, which I'm thinking means mo to the dwa. <laughs> Why? Yo, I won't say I possibly seen she's commented on a few things, has she not? Yeah, and actually, and it, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we I'm, I almost feel bad about shouting her out again because I mean, she might be embarrassed. But hey, she actually showed up. Oh, no. and again, I'm trying to look. She show up. Oh yeah, it's at M O the hmm. number two T E W D A H. So go ahead and follow her, y'all. And um, she says uh, she chimed in, said I've been listening to y'all since last year. I really enjoy the podcast. And Verse follows me on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah, uh, of course, y'all the ish. Uh, oh, chains dance with that. Uh, and uh, she. She says, anyway, I moved from Ohio to Phoenix two and a half months ago, and my fam lives on the south side. Black Keys. Black Keys. Yo, she said, that ish is definitely not ghetto to me. I know the locals call it that, though. Akron, Ohio, born Akron. and raised, not know the hood. What? Akron. Akron. What? What? Only, I'm only Akron. I, only I know it. I'm a big fan of the Black Keys. I know it as LeBron James, Ohio. That's yeah. what Akron there, is to me. Yeah. It's LeBron James, Ohio. That's there. what I call it. That's why you know. And uh, she says, "So uh, freaking beautiful out here. Even the sketchy areas look straight off of a postcard." It says, uh, <laughs> "I finally saw some projects off of Van Buren the other day, and I was shocked. I've been looking for them. LOL." Now I will say, because I've said like my thing with the South Side is like it's completely different now than what it was back in fucking like the 90s like it was ghetto in the 90s or whatever and i think still there are some places um there are some places or whatever that i think are way scarier than arizona in phoenix if you will but like they they've turned south phoenix into little scottsdale because that shit used to be rough as fuck back in the day do you remember when uh it used to be the orange field out there off the 16th do you remember that See, I'm an old head. Uh, I go uh, back dude, to yeah, a lot of it just does not exist, and even though Yo. it looks really old and broken down now, like yeah. regardless, shit wasn't even there before. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I remember a lot of that, man. Sure, I remember back when they fucking barely built fucking Arizona Mills, bro. And it, you know, it, yeah. it took a while for that to become the ghetto, ghetto was small in Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? It took a while to get there. No, and I remember I didn't go there like the first like six months or whatever. I waited, and then uh, I remember that first year, yo, Arizona Mills was ghetto as fuck. Every time you go out there, it was niggas fighting and bitches fighting, and like, yo, shit was wild, yo. But it's called World Star back then. If only we had World Star back then. Yeah, Definitely yeah, World Star. But uh, she continues and she says, OMG, Soul Papa is stupid with calling Courtney the median Kardashian sister and <laughs> laughing my ass off, yo. And she is, yo. She the medium one. But uh, she uh, continues and says, he is so right. The Kardashian sisters are much like the three bears size-wise. You have baby bear Courtney, mama bear Kim, and papa bear Chloe. But I agree with <laughs> Oh, damn, that's a good... 
Yo, but I agree with Verse. Chloe ain't fat. She's just tall. I know that struggle because I'm tall too, but a BBW, so whatever. And I'm telling you, yo, Chloe, yo, I'm saying, yo, she like everybody. Yo, yeah, everybody's on Kim. No, Chloe's the one, yo, because she look like she put it down in the mirror. I see her twerking with French Montana in the club. I see why she got Oh, pregnant. did you? I'm like, oh, I oh, I get it. Well, you know, and, but, uh, and I got to sit go there. I call this bitch fat bitch. And it's only because she is. She is still my fucking favorite Kardashian and the baddest one of them all. So just understand. Yes, I'm talking shit. But goddammit, am I showing love? I, I just he's I talking don't know any shit. other way. It, it's shit talking out of love. That's what Popo does. He he hates from the heart. You that's know, that's where it comes from. And um, she says, uh, congrats, Arizona Verse, on getting married. I appreciate that. I'm going to flash a ring on y'all watching live. Flash a ring on y'all haters. And um, it says, oh, yeah, by the way, love the Pac music embeds from last episode. And I'm glad because I wanted to try something a little different, dear Mr. President. I wanted to try try something different with this episode. And so it's either going to sound different or if it sounds like it normally sounds, it's because what I was going to try to do didn't work. But so we'll see (laughs) when y'all listen to it. But um. And then she asked if she can do a dedication, and I say by all means. And her dedication is Sage the Gemini. She says with his self, he got your pretty eyes. Salute, so salute to you, Monique. Um, once again, follow her on Twitter at Mo to the Dwa. And uh, yes, sir. I was trying to find her IG. I thought that was the IG name. Oh no, no, that's Twitter. That's the Twitter. I know she follows me on IG. I'll send you uh, the link on. on the phone because I don't I think it's different so okay it's all good it's all good but uh yes yeah, sir but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sir. you know what um and really fast just because I hated on Sage's Gemini a lot and I guess he ain't he ain't the most ugliest motherfucker in the world um he got them eyes yo he, he do got them eyes though I will say that I, I want to say them shits of contact so I want I don't want to give too too much too no much but uh he did what was it Redbone uh, two tracks that he did, fucking uh, Sir Justin Bieber jumped on him and made him even hotter. Oh. If that sounds any weird. He actually the did only a, he spit on Redbone. Oh, and okay. Then, and then he fucking did um, Gas Pedal, his own version. Yeah, Gas Pedal. That's what I was gonna say. That's the only record of his I know. Shit made it hot though, yeah. and mm-hmm. the rest of the album is shit. But I mean, they're. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the words, but I know that rhythm. That rhythm is called. Who's, who's that one dude who, who's been blowing up? That one producer who's really cool with uh, Ty Dolla Signs and. Uh, Mike, no, not Mike Will, no, no. Um, not Mustard. Yeah, uh, yeah, DJ Mustard. Mustard. Oh, okay, Mustard. He, I, I don't know if he fucks them exclusively or if he did a lot of the production work, but yeah, he uh, he got some dope beats and it's all thanks to that motherfucker. So yeah, yes, Tace, I will say that. I will say that. So I think on that note, I'm gonna throw this. Up. Really? Bam! Uh, fucking picture on my shit. Bam, yo, for y'all watching. IBHN with for current events. Hashtag. Hmm? <laughs> Hashtag IBHN. IBHN. Current events minus the minus bullshit. The Follow well, us. Mixed with the whole other bullshit though. On IBHN yo. Um, once again, our email is IBHN at gmail.com where you go ahead and uh, drop that hot file over there. Mm. Let us know what's on y'all mind. And uh, let us know how we doing over here, y'all. You could uh, follow us on the following sites, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Podomatic, 
just add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic by searching I'm Black, He's Mexican. And if you don't feel like doing any of that, simply head over to the website, IBHMPodcast.com, where you can find them motherfucking links. So uh, yeah. once again, I'm Black, He's Mexican. They say. And if you don't like this podcast, you must guy. be motherfucking racist. Motherfucking racist. So uh, until next time, I'm just saying. <gasps> Whoa. We all bless my nigga, uh uh-huh. And you ain't gotta shed no tear I'll be everywhere, but I'll always be right here I ain't forgot those years I'll be everywhere, but I'll always be right here Go through my head What if I found you in my bed Would I stop and think Would I even blink Oh baby you got me dreaming Of love that could never be Things involving you and me Just feeling irie And getting down to the music in the background Feel like I just been found And my heart is racing And my mind is facing Cause I know I can't deny I want you and you and you Morning, but I still can't see. Feels like.